This is ILX. Welcome back to our Product in 15 Minutes podcast series in which we explore some of our most popular and most talked about products in greater detail. This week we'll be demystifying what on earth Agile PM is with our Agile PM lead trainer, Joe French. Love them or hate them, Agile methodologies are storming the world with their ever-growing popularity. And Joe is going to take a quick look at what exactly we mean by Agile and how this differs from what we'd call traditional project management. He's then going to explore how Agile PM as a qualification gives you an intelligent blend of both of these concepts. So utilizing the discipline of project management whilst harnessing the benefits that come from using agile techniques. We hope you enjoy the podcast and if you want to get in touch with us, all of our contact details will be at the end. Hello and welcome to Agile PM in 15 minutes with me, Joe French, the Agile PM lead trainer for ILX. As well as Agile PM, there are various other project and program management courses that I run and my own background is in IT development and project and program management. So Agile PM, what on earth is that all about? Okay, so Agile is a difficult term to pin down, to be honest. Sometimes it's regarded as a whole culture of working that has overtaken the world for, for, for good or ill <laughs> in recent years. Sometimes described as just a set of behaviours and techniques and concepts Concepts which are encapsulated in several methodologies, actually, without wanting to list them, by far the most widespread is Scrum. So uh, the chances are if somebody describes themselves as an agile worker, they are probably a Scrum worker, um, and Scrum is a way of developing software. Okay, and I think it's important to emphasise that the world of Agile really did begin with software development. That's where its heritage began. However, one of the exciting things about Agile in recent years is that what started as ways of um, coding programmes and so on, it's now been realised that you can use some of those techniques for working in all sorts of things and not necessarily just IT. So what characterises Agile working? Well, one of the main things is highly collaborative working, yeah? Breaking down the concept of us and them. So rather than the old world of IT developers who used to literally sit in booths separated from the business for whom they were writing programmes, which is the world that I uh, began in, it's about cooperating very closely with the users and working in a highly iterative way. So when we say iterative, it's the idea that you have a quick sketch of a solution and And as soon as you possibly can, show that back to the business, show that back to your customer, say, am I along the right lines? Get the feedback from them, suggestions as to how to improve it, and suggestions as to where you're going wrong. Obviously, this has the advantages that you don't end up wasting lots of money going down the wrong alleyway. So frequent iterations, frequent short feedback loops with the business, giving you more chance of getting something right. As well as the collaborative way of working, the idea of frequent delivery, so for example with a website, the idea that you get some kind of website up there as soon as you can, you don't wait for it to be entirely finished. The benefits of getting some kind of product up there working is that you can get benefits straight away, um, and you can also get some very valuable feedback in the use of your product so that can trace itself with more traditional project approaches sometimes referred to as big bang approaches where you have a great big long project and there's just one big delivery at the end of it obviously that has risks in terms of um, not getting it quite right it becomes quite expensive to alleviate mistakes 
which were very fundamental in the design right from the very beginning. Whereas, of course, the way Agile tends to work is that you're gradually evolving a project product. So you talk about evolutionary products and evolutionary development and the idea of an emergent an emergent product rather than a, a product that's been very prescribed in detail. So highly collaborative working, iterative development, frequent delivery of increments and also a culture in which communication is highly valued and in which communication is engaged with very imaginatively. Um, There's a high value placed on visual communication, for example, face-to-face communication and the, you know, incredibly valuable idea of demonstrating working solutions, actually workable code, rather than just talking about them or documenting them. Another feature of Agile that I should mention is that Agile work is normally characterised by being delivered in sprints or time boxes. So this is an idea that you you split up your work into two-week containers or three weeks or four weeks, uh, depending on where you're working, and that you deliver something at the end of each of those. So that's a a flavour of what we mean by Agile. Projects, then, what do we mean by a project? Um, You may well know already that a project is defined as a finite enterprise, so it's got a beginning, a middle and an end, um, in which an organis- a temporary organisation produces a deliverable, usually justified by some sort of business case, and usually using the skills of a cross-functional team which are temporary and therefore will be disbanded at the end of a project. Okay. Very simply, Agile PM is a bringing together of these two concepts. Okay. So you might say it's using the discipline and the governance of project management, but harnessing onto that the great results that you can get from working in an Agile way and using some of those things we talked about, such as iterative development. So people sometimes say, well, how is Agile PM different from the rest of the Agile pack? Um, And of course, I've mentioned already Scrum is by far and away the most widespread method of Agile working. Scrum is indeed a very efficacious method of working, typically for software development. What it's mainly used for, though, is what you might call ongoing development. Okay, and what I mean by that is if, for example, your organisation has a website which is updated every couple of weeks with new features and new products that you want to tell your customers about, Scrum would be a very good way of organising those developments. Okay, what that isn't quite so appropriate for though is a genuine project situation where an organisation is considering a genuinely new development. Okay, so it could be plans to develop a whole new arm of a company. could be plans to develop a new event, plans to develop a new marketing campaign, or indeed plans to develop a completely new website. In a situation like that, it's a quite reasonable demand that's made of the project team that they justify the project. You know, show us the business case, show us the benefits we're going to get, how much is it going to cost, what is it that you're going to deliver for us, who's going to be affected, what are the risks and so on, okay? In a situation like that, that, that's the sort of thing that investors and, and stakeholders, they need to know, they need to understand. When such people receive more agile, scrummy answers, such as, well, we'll have to wait and see what happens, we'll have to see what emerges, that 
that's normally not good enough for them. They need to make their investment decisions. They need to decide whether to, you know, put their money into this system or into that product or whatever. And this is where Agile PM really helps because you've got those project management disciplines of things like business case preparation and so on, as well as harnessing all of the productivity from Agile delivery. So that's how it distinguishes itself from the rest of the Agile pack. It includes the idea of trying to make sure a project has got sort of robust foundations before you start it and that you've justified it and you've you've understood how the project's going to work. So what do you learn if you go on an Agile PM course? Okay, well, the first thing you learn is a philosophy. Yes, there is a philosophy behind all this. And the philosophy is that best business value emerges when projects are aligned to clear business goals deliver frequently and involve collaboration of motivated and empowered people. What's not to like about that? Um, So building on from that philosophy, there are a series of principles that you're expected to basically walk around with as part of your mindset, including, for example, that you should always deliver on time, that you should never compromise on quality, and that you should always remain aligned to the needs of the business. So eight principles and then a process life cycle in the same way that you normally have a process life cycle for a project where you have a couple of so-called phases at the beginning, the beginning of a project, making sure that you've got it off to a good start, that you've established a solid foundation, and then a delivery phase in the middle where you're using all of those good old agile techniques, and then finally a closure phase where you try and make sure that um, what you've handed over is acceptable to the users, although in fact by then you've been handing it over several times because we like to deliver frequently in agile, and you make sure that you have roles in place to measure benefits of the project afterwards. So how can an agile PM be beneficial to your projects? Very simply, Agile PM is bringing you the best of both worlds. Okay, it's giving you the discipline of project management. It's giving you project management's ability to engage with senior management, yeah, the people who need to make decisions about projects. But combining that with the agile ways of working, which are proven to be highly productive, giving you much more chance of delivering a product that's appropriate for the users, giving them exactly what they want because they have been part of its development. And really, it's getting away from a slightly dogmatic battle that has emerged in recent years between the agile people and the anti-agile people, uh, where the agile people think that whatever the problem is, the solution must be working in an agile way, um, some of whom go as far as to say that the age of projects is dead, there, there is no such thing as a project manager anymore. Welcome to the year zero of agile. Um, and then the, the anti-agile people who think that we have nothing to learn from agile, all it m- amounts to is kind of anarchic delivery. You know, there, there are great benefits to both of these areas, they both have something to offer, and agile PMs seems a sensible, intelligent, experience-based blend of the two that really does give you the benefits of both worlds. So the difference between Agile PM and the more pure Agile methodologies include things such as the fact that the Agile PM project will engage with stakeholders. It will ensure that a project gets off to a solid start. So we have to base a project on solid foundations, understanding what the high-level view is of the, the, the solution we're developing, what is the business case so far as we know, understanding how we're going to work, understanding how we're going to control the project, getting the buy-in from the stakeholders that sort of thing isn't really dealt with in pure agile methodologies the other thing to mention as well is that there is a useful but highly adaptable set of products 
in Agile PM, such as an outline business case, such as a high-level delivery plan, such as a prioritised uh, requirements list that will be maintained throughout a project. And again, these are some of the artefacts which aren't really detailed in more scrummy, pure Agile methodologies. Why is Agile PM sometimes better than traditional project management methodologies? Well, it makes full use of all of those tried and trusted Agile practices, like especially collaboration, so the breaking down of the division between the supplier and the customer, the use of iterative development, so rather than feeling you have to get something right first time, recognising that you won't get it right first time, and possibly the customer doesn't know what they want first time either, um, because one of the great things that Agile has brought us is more of a human understanding of users and business that they possibly don't understand all of their requirements. They have to see an example of what works first before they, they really understand what it is that they want. So what would it give you in your role as a result of doing Agile? Well, it will give you an intelligent blend of project controls and Agile methods to enhance productivity to really give you the best chance of delivering to the business, um, including the use of time boxing to make sure that you, you deliver in a frequent manner. And also Agile PM has got a very clever technique it uses called Moscow to improve your prioritization um, in which you're separating things out into must-have, should-have, could have and won't have this time. What kind of projects does Agile PM work best for? Well, one of the features of Agile PM which I find very appealing is it is honest about the fact that it won't work for every single project. Okay, it does recognise that. Generally speaking, it works best for projects where you have separable requirements. So in other words, where there, there are some features that you might include, others that you may decide not to include. So the obvious example that's often quoted is when you develop websites or more generally IT systems. One thing that we're keen to emphasise, though, is that it's not just for IT projects. It can often be used for marketing products, for advertising projects. It can be used for event management. I've also used it to help people with specialist manufacturing. So that's an important point. It doesn't only have to be for IT. So what's involved in the course? Well, the course runs over four days with the final exam, the practitioner exam, on the morning of the Friday. There's an early exam, the foundation exam, at the end of the first day. So we've got a quick foundation one day course ending with a 45 minute multiple choice foundation exam followed by three days of agile practitioner where we get into the idea of learning to apply agile pm in a project environment and after that you've got a two and a half hour exam on the friday morning where it's also a multiple choice exam but this time based on a scenario so what other qualifications does Agile PM work well with? Um, it's very complementary with other more traditional PM methods such as APM and PRINCE2. Um, another qualification I think it works particularly well with though is MSP, Managing Successful Programmes, which has an emphasis on realising the benefits that come about as a result of projects. That seems a particularly complementary approach to Agile PM 
which is mainly about the project and it's not about the ongoing use of the products of the project which is where MSP comes in. Um, MSP also has an emphasis on remaining aligned with corporate objectives. It also has an emphasis on the fact that you may change direction mid-programme depending on the results of projects so far. So the whole thing seems very complimentary to me so I would commend that to people. So any common misconceptions that we can debunk about Agile PM? Well, the first one is that it doesn't work with Scrum, okay? It does work particularly well with Scrum. In fact, the last main revision to Agile PM was precisely so that it would work with Scrum. On the other hand, people think that Agile PM doesn't work with some of the more formal, in quotes, Axelos products such as managing successful programs, MSP and Prince2. As I've mentioned in this podcast, it works particularly well with MSP. It is also compatible with Prince2, which is something that people don't often realise. Prince2 is a tailorable methodology. In fact, you are supposed to tailor Prince2. One of the ways in which you're supposed to tailor Prince2 is to use appropriate terminology by tweaking Prince2 terminology in the way that you are actually supposed to, you can easily end up with working in an Agile PM way. So it is perfectly compatible with Prince2. Probably the main misconception about Agile PM, though, is that it is only there for IT projects, okay? As I've mentioned already, yes, it's true that it is more suitable for projects where there are separable requirements, but... It can be used for all sorts of fields and disciplines, including marketing, advertising, product development, manufacturing, event management, quite an ongoing list. Okay, I hope this has been helpful to you anyway, this Agile PM podcast, and it's given you some things to think about. I'm really passionate about Agile PM. I think it gives you some insights that you don't get from either a pure Agile course or a pure project management course, and I hope that you might consider coming to do Agile PM with ILX. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if so, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can also check out our website. It's ilxgroup.com or you can follow us on social media if you like. We are ILX Group on Facebook, LinkedIn and Google Plus and at ILX Group on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can also send an email to contact us at ilxgroup.com or you can give us a call on 01270 if you're in the UK. UK, 1300 459 459 for Australia, 09363 for New Zealand, and 0561 496 498 for the United Arab Emirates. 